In one of East Lansing's worst recruiting weeks in recent memory, we'd like to thank the University of Michigan for the welcome distraction. We still haven't sacked any staff, but at least we're not hiring racist ones. You're listening to Can't Read, Can't Write. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Can't Read, Can't Write, the podcast that proves Spartans can talk. I'm Mike Jones, joined, as always, by the guy who puts salt in the glue, Kevin Grack, and the weirdo from, I am i don't, nope, Alex Plum. Do you not know where Waukegan is, you idiot? Yeah. How do you not, how did you how stop you, at Waukegan? Of all yes, the things, all the things we've we've we made asked you Burgundy. to do, yes. You stop um, at Waukee, the weirdo from Waukegan? On and, I, and by the way, I'm not even from there. So I don't know who's writing this shit, but you guys could try a little harder. It's true. We ask for one thing from you, Alex Plum. Waukegan is uh, Two, upper, your attendance? upper Illinois true, true, on yeah. the coast. It's good. Um. But uh, yeah, wow! What a weird line. What did you think Waukegan was when you I came don't, upon that? I don't know. Wasn't comfortable trying to enunciate it. Just hmm. uh, wow. Hmm. I'd ask you guys how you're doing, but I don't care. So I want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, if we could ask the small favor, please share the pod with Spartans in Your Life. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. And of course, follow us on Twitter, at Spartan Pod. Uh, <laughs> you laughing? It was that break? Because you were like, all right, brain, here comes the Instagram ad. And then the other part of your brain was like, no. Skip it. Skip it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh. Uh, anyway, uh, Greg, you did the outline today. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Plum, what are no. we covering this week? Whoops. <gasps> tricked, tricked him. Tricked him. Swipesies. Swiper, no swiping. Oh. Uh, we will lead off behind the green wall where football always leads, despite the absolutely depressing, horrifying, and not good, very bad news. We'll talk about basketball. No, we won't. We've got women's golf to celebrate, God help us, and then we'll head off Grand River, where the University of Michigan collectively shot themselves in the penis again. Again! We've got great news to celebrate coming out of Ypsilanti, and then we'll take your Twitter questions. It's going to be another great week. (laughs) Another great week. (laughs) Another all right, let's head behind the green wall. Uh, and yes, we'll start with football. So I don't know, certainly not hashtag SD4L, but Keon <laughs> is off to Florida State. Um, Fun. I wish him enjoy nothing but the worst. Yeah, I know. Uh, Why do we have to wish him anything good? Um, uh, no, the last time we did this, we were accused of being boomers. Oh, uh, that's right. Guys. Oh my god! Yeah. I just don't think we have to celebrate a guy leaving the program. I mean, I don't think that there's anything celebratory about that. Whatever. Listen, when my wife tells me she's going to go hang out with her boyfriend for a few hours, I tell her to have <laughs> a great time. <laughs> I wish her nothing but the best. And that is... Uh, <laughs> well, that's where we are. <laughs> I'm just glad that he's not here to yell at me. <laughs> We've gotten full... I've gone full Wall Street bets 
all of a sudden that not a lot of people are going to get that joke. So great. Enjoy. My God. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, the um, <laughs> word on the street is, yeah, I don't, I don't know how much, because uh, Greg, you've complained about this, but certainly we, we've heard from folks that Keon's not getting more, or at least not substantially more money Correct. Um, at, at Forest oh. State, um, which based upon what we knew, uh, what Keon was likely making at Michigan State, um, like why, why is that surprising that he wasn't able to substantially grab more bag? Because he was getting plenty here. Because he was already getting several hundred thousand dollars, is yes. what we've been told. So this was true. I mean, big if true, because this is a complete indictment then on the leadership of the program and on its ability to be competitive and enhance his draft stock. I mean, that's those are the only conclusions left. It or, could be that. It could be that he just didn't want to stick around. It would rather yeah, be or he Dallas. thought he was going to get more money and then felt shame in the, in the notion of returning. Like that's also, or maybe there were other reasons not to return. Yeah. Uh, which I don't know that we want to talk about here. Where are we? And uh, where's the editorial standards on former players that have left? Do we and feel comfortable reporting allegations that are online? they're not not exactly through reputable sources unless we consider primary sources to be reputable those are the most reputable sources they say Mm. i mean that's what we were taught in in high school writing class from what i remember is that primary sources are the true greatest sources so we would be fools not to tell everyone we're talking about right now is Plum even mildly interested, or is he aware? <laughs> I took a nap. I can't be dragged into this because I know what you're doing, and you're expecting me to be the one that just absolutely clowns off on him. And I won't. I won't do it. Not because I have any standards or decency. I lack both. Uh, but because I'm actually wholly unaware of what this gossip is, and I don't want to trouble myself to find it because it'll only anger me, and I don't want it's that. It's really good. It's good guy. It's hot guys. Fuck me. Was it on the tweets? Was it on the in the Twitter? Let's just let's just say there are allegations, Michael. Do do you want to just artfully kind of paint a picture for the audience without saying it explicitly? Yeah, no, I don't need. I think it is fair to say that a uh, a a young woman has uh, said that Keon Coleman is uh, the father of an expectant child, um, and is now uh, uh, she is seems to be upset that he is leaving, I yep. think is the best. Uh, so I'm not going to cast a light on anything related to um, no, I'm not choosing to, I'm choosing to not cast a judgment on, on what's happening within the, that dynamic because I lack a lot of knowledge in that space. But what I do know is that someone has claimed that he is the father of her expecting child. And that is the allegation. Well, tell you what, I'll find her. She's obviously around here somewhere. And I'll let her know. That <laughs> That's normal and healthy these, behavior. With these players, you have to be happy for them and what mm-hmm. they're doing when they leave the university. You have to be glad for them. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I'll tell this presumed 19-year-old that she's a boomer. <laughs> Plum? You're not remotely I... interested in that? 
I just, I don't think it's a good look for us to have an opinion on this. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, cho- I chose to not weigh in. I chose to report what someone else is saying. Someone's just reporting the facts. <laughs> well, facts is a word. I think, you know, I mean, what I can say is, particularly in the state of Florida, it is entirely possible that if this is true, he would be able to evade any paternal responsibility in the state of Texas. Because if there's one thing the state of Texas, I'm sorry, in the state of Florida, if there's one thing that the state of Florida has proven to us is that they couldn't give a fuck about women. So I will just say it's entirely possible. Yeah. As long as that kid doesn't turn out to be trans, they, they do not care about it at all. Yeah. So, uh, I do think the NCAA also, while we're on the the state of Florida, issued a statement recently surrounding the state of Florida and their their recent policies um, as being uh, particularly harmful to African Americans, is the way they phrased it. Um, and so, it will be curious if the NCAA takes the economic actions going forward as it has done. Or in, said it may consider doing before. Has it ever actually done it? I think in, in in years past they've gotten folks to make policy changes because of their their decisions. Right. Um, but anyway, that's that's not the point here. Uh, the point is, is that Keon Coleman is leaving, and I wish him nothing but the worst. So, and um, Dan, I I am referencing your tweet. Uh, good to see you back in Twitter questions, buddy. Just giving you a little rubbing. We we understand. We understand your point of view. Uh. You didn't want to call him a beta or something like that. <laughs> after all of that, you pretty I'm, much implied it. Still time. There's still. I'm the time. one that's happy for my wife's boyfriend. Okay. Uh, <laughs> next up, uh, you'll recall, folks. Maybe two weeks ago, um, we celebrated uh, the commitment, the transfer commit from the University of Cincinnati, uh, Keon Stewart. Um, that lasted 10 whole days uh, before he flipped to Arkansas. And uh, so he was going to be a safety uh, at, at our school, a position very much of need. Uh, you'll, you'll recall that uh, was it Texas Tech that Pearson was from that we that Mel Tucker all but referenced in Correct. signing yeah. day that uh, then didn't come here. Uh, so safety was a a real place of need, and um, what's interesting is that Keon Stewart uh, liked a tweet that implicated that he used his commitment to Michigan State to leverage a larger offer from Arkansas. Um, I I think it's worth circling back to something that Greg, you and I talked about last week. That and Plum, I I I really love where your head's at on this. The idea, Tom Izzo has talked about this, the idea of employment, that, you know, Tom Izzo is actually sometimes gets quotes pulled that he's anti, you know, athlete financial wellness. But the fact of the matter is he's long been on the record as saying that these guys should get compensated in some way, shape or form. He has concerns about what it does to a locker room and and, and several other things, but like he's not opposed in principle. And, and as of late has been saying, that what's problematic about the transfer portal is that the difference between, I think he has concerns about student wellness, but mm-hmm. the difference between the pros and here is that at least in the pros, you have someone locked down on an employment contract. 
Yeah. Right. Like they can't leave because yeah. they're getting compensated and, and there's a deal there, but there are no, well, they can there. leave. They can break the contract. Break the contract. Retire. Yeah. They can still leave. Oh, Which, sure. But they can't go to another team. Correct. Yes. So, um, that's right. This is the downside of, of the NIL aspect of this because you can't contractually limit someone's ownership of their name, image, or likeness. I got it. No, it, it, because it would, it would take an employment relationship. Right. That would take precedent over that. I mean, because if they were an yeah. employee of Michigan State, then you could say, well, you can't contract with certain brands because mm-hmm. that would look fav- disfavorably upon us. Right. Yep. Um, so I'm I'm curious where, you know, I, Keon Stewart was never a Spartan. So like I don't care in the sense that, um, I like I don't have the same loathing for this Keon as I do the other. Right. Yeah. Just a quick note. I think if we were to have like a team motto this year, it should be no more Keons. <laughs> where like Keon is just spelled a bunch of different ways, apparently, um, in parentheses. That would be my my vote to put on a uh on a t-shirt. This reminds me of the Simpsons episode where there there's the no Bart's club, and then Bart goes in and they're like, sorry, no Bart's. And he's like, but there's a Bart right there. And they're like, it says no Bart's. <laughs> <laughs> But this is singular. Zero Keon. This is zero just a no Keon. Keon no more Keon. No Ironic no because Keon. he was number zero. But uh, whoops. Wow. So, so anyway, before I plum. distracted us, Plum. Well, I mean, I went two weeks ago because I was celebrating my mother. Unlike you, poor, poor Diane and Mrs. Goop um, for the horrible things that they've had to experience uh, at both of your hands. Really terrible uh i was out there with the uh the old the old mama plum at any rate i i two weeks ago i had uh i went on quite a tangent uh saying that at, that the twitter portal was god and that uh there was no true spartan identity until you came out of the transfer portal been through it you had to go through it and be birthed of it into the vagina of michigan state university that that and only that in, made you a Spartan. In this case, wouldn't the the portal be like I guess the vagina? Be, yes, yeah. yes, yes. That's right. That's right. So Let's, into the into the nursery ward of Michigan the nursery State. ward of Michigan State. That's right. Yes, the birth the birth canal. Anyway, this is horrible. And I thought that's what I meant until <laughs> until Keon told me. Hold my beer. Yeah. Uh, he really upped the ante on you. He really <laughs> upped the ante. He was must have been listening. Um, so now, frankly, I don't know what to do. And, again, I still don't understand the transfer portal, uh, which is to say every team's vagina, because I don't know. There, there, Nothing means anything. The portal commitments, nothing means anything. I don't know. When does it mean something? When when does it when does it saying it mean it? I don't know when there's is there a line any is there a line? What is it? It, it does feel to make it yet another dated reference. This is the dated reference podcast. Uh, it does feel a lot like whose line is it anyway? You know the yeah. points are made up and yep. nothing. Really no one, matters. nothing really matters. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It does yep. have that feel, and I, I've been pushing back on that historically because 
uh, we'll point out that most guys do end up signing with the class, but right now we're like 50, 50. So yeah. And I'm, I'm loath to uh, give couch any credit on this because I think we came kind of hard for him on this sub status of, of a commitment, but he's, he's looking more and more right. And it does feel a bit like the circumstances of, of this, the rules that we're living in, in this moment are amplifying that correctness. Um, and I, I don't know at what point, maybe this, I'm very curious at what point the coaches start to complain enough that there's a change. Because I, well, you I can't do it publicly. You have to do it through the back channels. Uh-huh. And I don't know if we started hearing about this, but it does seem it do, it does seem like if I was a coach, this would be quite. This would keep me up at night of just like not only where are these guys, all yeah. hundred of these guys, and are they these nineteen year olds behaving themselves, but who's in their DMS, what yeah. other programs are going to come swoop them away with promises. So, I mean, it's like a whole other dimension of things. You've got to recruit the 2024 class. You got to recruit the 2025 class. You got to recruit everyone on your roster every day. Yeah. It almost, it seems like maybe we, you know, we should just open up the signing period to you can sign whenever you want to, mm-hmm. but don't say committed. It like, there's a there's a recruit uh, I'm probably going to mispronounce his name Zadavian Sims out of Oklahoma, top 200 player, really great recruit that we've been recruiting hard. Um, that I believe last Thursday committed to Oregon, and then Friday or Saturday announced an official visit to Michigan State. Like what? <laughs> that violates the D'Antonio rule. <laughs> yeah, but for the so, boomers out there. So, you know, I, 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 like, if you opened up the signing period and said, you can sign whenever you want to, yeah, then I don't think we see these commitments anymore. Because truly, unless you sign the national letter of intent, then it doesn't matter, like, what you say. Um, and, mm-hmm. and that would take us all to a place where we stop caring until you sign the letter. Um, Well, which is probably where we should be right now. Because this isn't, I mean, and I don't know anything about sports, but like this isn't how it works in like the real world. (laughs) The thesis of the podcast. That's not why I'm here. It might be why you're here. I don't, I don't ascribe (laughs) to any of that foolishness. Um, But in all honesty, I mean, seriously though, like that's not how this works in the world. Like you, you can't, you well, I guess actually you can. I guess you could. You could apply to a hundred jobs and accept the job offers, and there would be there is nothing you can do. You well, can start the job and you can leave tomorrow. Like people do that. I don't. I mean, it, you burn bridges essentially, but this is such a time limited. Yeah, there's no bridge uh, to meaningfully burn. It's a complete seller's market. I don't think it matters. There's zero internal controls. And by the way, I know that we kind of got ribbed, or I got it at least, for for being like old man yelling at cloud on this. 
I mean, I think it's shitty, but I don't think it's wrong. I mean, insofar as like, of course, like why get get the bag? We're entitling you to it now. We've said it's your yours to have. I guess you can do it however the hell you want. Like, um, but but yes, there have to be some kind of safeguards, and I cannot apply any cogent, rational, bounded logic to try to find them because of the way that we've structured this. This is well, not that, good. That's the flaw, though, in all of this is that that. And, and where I would push back on this this notion of us being a bit boomer esque, if you will, is that the like truly, let's take a second and stop using nl nl uh, nl nli sorry nil and uh, sorry nil yeah uh, for code for players getting compensated. Let's stop doing that for a second because I I, I don't think fundamentally any of us have a problem with players getting compensated, and in fact would say they should be compensated. But what NIL stands for is worth remembering, which is their name, image, and likeness. And what's happening right now is no one's getting compensated for their name, their image, or their likeness. The You know, Peyton Thorne actually got compensated for that. I had a burger! <laughs> but, but what did Keon Coleman have? Uh... Other, I mean, we've said this on the podcast several times. Other than those, you know, uh, those uh, what's Wholesale, United is, Wholesale, yeah, United, yeah, Wholesale United Wholesale Mortgage tweets. I see almost no true name, image, and likeness. Almost none of it. Like the, but, you know, the the basketball players had a camp. That is a a worthwhile endeavor of their name, image, and likeness, right? Like that adds gravitas to a basketball camp football mm-hmm. camps, the same thing. The, but, 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 but uh, any, but all you have to do is put him in one, in one tweet, in one, have him hold your emblem in one Instagram post and do it. There's but, no but emblems you, to you, hold. Is the oh, thing. But you've like, not, these are but, coming from well, private party, from private We don't, parties. well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, yes, I, if true illegal, if not true though, the way that these things all get structured is such that like, yes, here's $250,000 for this one Instagram photo of you informally eating supper at a Cracker Barrel. Congratulations. Yeah. You've, your name, image, and likeness has just been used to represent X. But, but, if, but if that was the case, them promoting Cracker Barrel, the, mm-hmm. like, then okay. But the yeah. idea that, that you're signing people up to promote a collective, which, by the way, isn't actually applicable to East Lansing and Michigan State because we don't have one. But the bulk of these places... We have several. That's the problem. We have a distributed mass of a bunch of crappy collectives. Or, or you know, SD4L, which is supposedly a streetwear line, line that's not available to the general public. Like I went that, to the website. It doesn't exist. Oh, my God. So, it was a so, 404 the last time I was there. So it's <laughs> a, 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 I don't, it, like, if if you want to compensate these players for playing football, fine. Like, I, zero problems with compensating them for playing football. Mm-hmm. But it, I, I, my pushback is coming on the idea that that we're using NIL as as code for them being compensated. And that is a separate thing entirely. I I don't fundamentally have a problem with them profiting off of those things. They should. 
But but what like, you're saying is they're not. If I were if I were to donate a thousand dollars to an NIL collective where there's no actual representation, that's sketch. But if I gave AJ Hogard a thousand dollars to tweet at my wife's boyfriend to ask him to be nicer to me, that's a good use of NIL. Yes, that is correct. Okay, that's what I'll do then. Okay, that'll be the tweet, plan. Can you send a tweet right now? Actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anyway, um, all of this is a uh, an aside from the other problem that Michigan State has made it wildly clear that they want a wide receiver and they keep missing. Most recently, Colorado's wide receiver to Arizona. Yes. How do you lose a commitment to Arizona? So I was thinking about this this week as this was happening because as we said people dm us stuff about things and also you know there are other rumblings that happen um those rumors i think a lot of them kind of come from inside the building over there they get filtered through various things but the fact that this staff can't nab a wide receiver and also has several times thought that they were in really good position to do so seems very concerning to me it seems to me that from what i'm hearing they aren't in control of this situation at all like they think that they are but it's been alarming not just missing these recruits but missing them in this way has been very alarming to me. Do you know you know what I'm saying? Yeah, to hmm. to miss on a I thought we were I thought we had this one. Yeah. And then, multiple times this has happened. Yeah. And, and what's weird about it is that coach Hawkins feels like the kind of coach that is a really good hire. Yeah. Like it looks good on Prisma, paper. Has a great great NFL pedigree, seems to be a, like a really good coach with uh great priorities for the team like is a spartan yeah there's a lot to like about that hire it feels weird that we keep missing um Mm. so there's another one we just offered fifth or sixth or seventh time is the charm we'll see um this is a pittsburgh state wide like we're missing out on d2 wide receivers um so that's not great. For, you guys can't see this. Plum has reached through for the bottle of wine in his pouring. Uh, what, what else do I have? Extra tall, an extra tall glass, given the count. Just bottoms up on that one right now, buddy. I don't it's, know. It's all it's gone. bleak. It's this situation is bleak right now. And I don't know. I want to commend you both because I listened last week and had to stop listening because last week was dark. And <laughs> I don't know if you, you thought we could go there. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think you could. I truly didn't. I thought it was me. I thought I dragged you there. And I don't know if you were compensating, but it was bleak. And God help us, it's not getting better because it's getting worse. Mm-hmm. It, no, it's I, getting, I, it does it does feel worse. Yeah. It, it, and it is. The thing that, I'm sorry, finish the thought. The, the, thing, it, the, the thing that I heard you say, Greg, last week that has stuck with me is, Tucker, everyone has said Tucker 
it, we just got to have him build his class. It's just, it's just got to recruit his class. It's just all about it's recruitment. Guys. Oh my God. And if that's it, this is the emperor has no clothes. We have the highest paid coach. Well, or second, I don't know. Paid coach third now in the country. No, no, big and, Oh, in the Big Ten. Yep. And we can't. Oh, well, then, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. But That's that irrelevant. Top 10 nationally. Yeah, top is top 10 nationally for sure. And we can't, we can't recruit D2 guys. We can't keep the guys that had no reason to leave, theoretically. Um, we've got guys stunting on us, coming in and then going right back into the portal, out of the portal, into the portal, revolving portal door. Ah. Oh. The indignity of it. I something about a birthing canal right into another birthing canal. Yeah, something like back into another womb. It's like a yeah, yeah, yeah like, like an etcher painting. Snake. It's the portal is a portal is a portal. Listen though, as we said, keep it keep it level head. It's all about good raising fast. the floor. Yeah. Did we make a note of this? Did we start the outline for late June, as you suggested, so we can come back to? Back to this horror <laughs> story. We should make a note. And just be like, is it as bad as it seemed in May? <laughs> yeah, but this is certainly the darkest time of the Dan, not Dan, the darkest time of the Tucker era by a lot. Like, even in the trash COVID year, there were reasons for hope. Um, losing to Rutgers, as demoralizing as that was. Frankly, getting owned and punked by Minnesota at home. I am yeah. more down on the program right now than I was then. Um, the one yes. other thing to just pile on that I just want to put a pin in for listeners, uh, Michigan state just offered Purdue linebacker who's in the transfer portal, Jacob Wahlberg. I bring this up only because, uh, and, and I want to credit verbose Dutch for flagging this transfer for us uh, that there's not a really great and compelling reason for us to pick up a linebacker, particularly a linebacker like Jacob Wahlberg, unless Darius Snow is oh. not going to be the same player that he used to be post-injury. I hope that that is not true, but it is. It, there are so many reasons to have been high on Darius Snow as a legacy, like continuing the family legacy in black yeah. player. And and his knee got destroyed, like completely destroyed. And so it is not an unreasonable conclusion to come to that while he may be playing again, that he'll never be the same player again. Uh, I hope that's uh, not true, but there's not really great reasons to be offering linebackers right now. MSU has seen that with knees, particularly in basketball, you know. Uh, so anyway, it's not great. Uh, right. final note on football before we can move on. It has been announced that MSU will host the Penn State Nittany Lions on Black Friday this year. Presume this is not a night game. I would say that this is probably a 3:30 game at the latest. Um, thoughts? We've never had a Black Friday game before. That's two Friday games this year. I don't love it in concept. I don't. I don't hate it. Rather in concept. the The problem I have is that it doesn't seem to. 
I think if you're Ann Arbor, this is a better idea. East Lansing has less population hmm. around it for folks coming back for Thanksgiving. I see what you're saying. Like, I, I mean, it, obviously, there's not any part of me that likes Ann Arbor more. But if we're like looking at this pragmatically, the you're saying coming it's... to the Metro Detroit region, it, it makes a lot more sense for for Michigan to do this than it does for Michigan State. Um, gotcha. Now, granted, in the grand grand scheme of things, right? Like, how much of a deal is it for you to drive an hour from the Metro Detroit area to East Lansing? It's probably not enough for it to be a deterrent. But, um, I don't know. I I hope this actually turns into a, a packed stadium because people are still mm. in town versus like one foot out the door. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? I don't have an interesting take on it, so I probably shouldn't even be on the podcast. Plum's not a, a sports guy. I don't yeah, have an I interesting don't. take. Jonesy, you got to carry us this episode. I don't know how many wife's boyfriend jokes I can make. Um, so not jokes. <laughs> so I, uh, I, I mean, it's an opportunity for TV truly MSU to be the only game on tv for the for the greatest trophy of them all yes that is true the land grant trophy it is the trophy that every school wants but only a few may have i mean i have said for years on this podcast and otherwise that the big 10 shouldn't be playing during thanksgiving weekend um but maybe this is a creative solution to that problem. i think this is better potentially than playing Saturday of Thanksgiving weekend. That, that's what I'm saying. Ah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. Maybe it, maybe it truly is better than playing Saturday. Um, um, Greg, you did research on women's golf. Can you take us through that? Uh, I'm on their Twitter page right now. I, from what I can tell, they, so it, recall women's golf is in the NCAA tournament. Um, I, they made it to the second round. They were participating in the second round. I can't, with the information that I have about how the tournament works and what has been reported on how they did today, can't mm -hmm. tell if they're still in it or not. It kind of seems like maybe they're not at this point. Um, but they did, they did get the second round of the NCAA tournament. So good for them. Um, so, you know, very exciting. Women's golf has been a very competitive yeah. program for yep. MSU. Basically the whole time I've been a Spartan, it's, ebbed and flowed a little bit but it it has been strong at times got a lot of big 10 championships so um good for for them i hope they are still in it um but but a great season for them if they are not um mm. baseball also going to the postseason plum this is a big deal for baseball we're excited for them critical game they beat indiana uh, this I think makes them right number sixteen. You had only sixteen teams that go to the Big Ten tournament, so uh, I think this was eight teams. Go oh, eight teams. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, but they're number eight. I think is the point here that this was the game they had to have. Uh, they are going to, of course, take on top seed Maryland. So, <laughs> good luck. But you know, I mean, good for baseball. First time this has happened in some years. I don't know how long? I think I a minute. A country minute, let's say. 
all of the news reporting about this and all of the like <laughs> all the little blurbs from the players have been all like there's been some rough times but there's some good times too which is like oh uh, can't uh, pull the collar at that one yikes. a little bit um but if it's any consolation just trying to run a quick uh, a quick search of this, even typing MSU beats Indiana still netted Mississippi State baseball. So just to, if that's any indication of how Michigan State baseball ranks within Google's algorithm, you should know it ain't good. 2018, if you guys were searching for the last time. For the last time that they were in the Big Thank Ten you very well. Rough. For a tournament that the top eight teams go to, I mean, that that is rough. Yeah, this probably this season probably did save Jake Boss's job. Um, I expect Alan Haller was hanging out on the banks of the Red Cedar with that gold watch. Um, but God, you love to say the gold watch. That he does. I, I do. He does. I do. Because it's such an antiquated reference that like it is, is, is that has like no, no one relation, gets. <laughs> has no relationship to capitalism as it exists now. Yeah, it's great. Uh, um, or probably ever existed if we're being really honest. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, that gold watch was not ever, ever actually a real gold. thing. <laughs> yes. It was like nickel plated <laughs> Casio. <laughs> but it had Don't the calculator the on it. <laughs> no. Don't uh, come for the Casio. All right. And then um, speaking of coaching changes and gold watches, Greg. Uh, yeah. So women's rowing uh, is having a bit of a leadership shakeup, which is most relevant because that's sort of our Title IX scholarship bank that you got to kind of, that's the, you know. Again, why Michigan State uh, sued or, or appealed for people who are wondering. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, Alan Haller continues his war path against uh, non-revenue sport uh, head coaches, which has gone relatively well. So far, so far, so so far, yes. So TBD. All right, T. Very BD. Uh, should we head off Grand River? Um, it it's not an opportune time for Plum to just walk away from the microphone, but here we well, are. Well, I'm about to go on a beer run as well, um, which normally we pull off so expertly, but now I'm gonna hang. Um, so I have. You could just Mr. cut. No, we're not cutting. I have Mr. Shemi Schembechler here, but in collecting Twitter questions, you're going to be, you're not going to believe this. Um, there's a number of them about Mr. Shemi Schembechler. Should so, we save it? I mean, the element to this whole thing that the Twitter questions don't really directly cover is, if we want to cover it here, um, is that the media just took a total pass on the whole situation top to bottom. Yeah. So th that is the thing, the component of this that I wanted to chat about because it, it is. We should explain if we're going to cover it here, we yeah. should explain it first. Yeah. So, and, and was the, the reference in the cold open. So Michigan, uh, hired, uh, Bo Schembechler's son. The statue is not coming down people. Uh, to the be time there for that has long passed their recruiting coordinator, I believe. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, Shemi is what he goes by. Uh, sounds like Schmegma. Uh, but the 
<laughs> Shemi uh, is um, he's been active on Twitter on Twitter and 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 like here's the thing because I, I want to be really careful here about throwing stones in a glass house because I am I, I feel very confident that Michigan State has had coaches, might have coaches, and has had or might have players who share some of Shemi's same beliefs. Correct. So, like, I want to be really clear here that, like, I don't think our house is clean or pristine. Um, in fact, uh, Trey Waynes recently... Just this week? <laughs> shooting Bud Light cans... Trey I mean, Waynes. This is a man that sought out Big Sky Country, and we talked about this at the time when he did, and it it seemed weird. And now yeah. we understand that truly there's an but element so, of that. So Shemi gets hired, and people start doing a quick perusal of Shemi's Twitter history, including the likes tab. And it seems that Shemi is a fucking racist. Um, not low-key racist. Racist, racist, racist. Like, mm-hmm. Jim Crow wasn't such a bad thing, racist. Yep. It made blacks work hard, racist. Yes, Like, correct. I mean, truly... Borderline QAnon, like, a... a just when, an overall When Stormfront likes to put a nice little jacket on, and instead of just burning the cross, you know, they, they try to church it up a little bit, you know, the little Southern strategy, that stuff, that element, that through line is where Shemi. Shemi, Shemi liked stuff. enough tweets that you wouldn't be shocked that he has a 4chan handle as well. Um, and so it, the thing is, and we'll, 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 we'll spend time on that later in Twitter questions. But what's yeah. alarming is that that was there, that was publicly available. And we'll spend time on Michigan's failures in a, later on. But what's interesting is that the media, Angelique, for instance, mm-hmm. people whose job it is to report on the University of Michigan had an opportunity to peruse the publicly available information and report on it. And chose not to. She didn't even have to go find it. It was being widely shared four days after he was hired and before he decided to resign. Yep. So there was ample opportunity for this information that is very relevant to the staff of the University of Michigan football team and the type of person that they're adding to it to be made available widely. And it was chosen not to. And for for anyone to suggest that that is not somehow newsworthy Mm -hmm. is full Mm -hmm. of shit. Correct. Like that is, it it is, because again, this wasn't low key. This wasn't liking some Donald Trump tweets. This isn't like... He straight up agreed with the notions of Jim Crow. And again, we'll spend time on that in a moment. But the, the, the part is, is that the reporting didn't happen until the retirement. And what happened before that was newsworthy. Michigan hired a racist. Correct. 
and and that wasn't reported on. And that should have been your clickbait headline. How did Michigan State? Or how did sorry? How did Michigan hire a racist? Here's how. Like, how are you yes. fucking phrasing that nonsense? Yeah. Now, like, you won't yep. believe the racist garbage Michigan's newest football hire has liked on Twitter. Yes, that feels right for the freep because if it doesn't yeah. start with how or why, or you yeah. wouldn't believe. And it doesn't even need to be in the banner for, you know, one of those little banner stories. It could be one of your little garbage stories underneath. And it could even be just for subscribers. Like, I will even take that at this point. Truly. Truly. Or, 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 yeah, or the news. Like, either one is fine. But so the news headline would be, some of you are going to love the stuff that Beckler has been liking on Twitter. Here's some links for (laughs) y'all. The, you know, we talked about when uh, when Keon Stewart, previously mentioned, committed to Michigan State, that the <laughs> photo was of him getting, you know, uh, a stiff arm, and yeah. like that that was that was the blue st- blue wall stuff that got Michigan State fans up in such arms, and that you know, friends of the pod have at times pushed back on that there are Michigan State alums working. At every level of these of these institutions, the the freep and the news and and that's great. But the stuff that gets us really pissed off is that you had a, a legitimately newsworthy story about the lack of judgment. And and by the by, this isn't particularly sub- surprising. Jim Harbaugh filmed commercials that were anti-choice, mm-hmm. pro-election er, during the election said that I've looked into the heart of Donovan Edwards still waiting on that fucking museum visit. Yeah, I still haven't heard about that trip over Anything? to Anybody? Field Hills. Anyway. I, truly, they're going to be the next group that takes a selfie at the railroad yards of Auschwitz. Like, I mean, it is... That's going to be one of their European trips. <laughs> I, I actually think it's on... The, I think that's what they're doing. I think that's how they're doing this, is they're going... Yeah, anyway... But so look, and the the U of M fans that listen to our podcast are among the people that are like, "What are you all doing?" and and are are vocal critics. So it, like, it, it's not as if the the people who listen to this don't also know that what happened here is wrong. But when when we, and I'll speak on behalf of, of our fan base, get a paranoia cl- complex about the media, it's this shit. Yeah. And, and it's not unearned. Like, it's truly, this isn't unearned. No. We're not being weird. And then, and then truly, what, what was written? Pretty weak. Was Pretty the weak. statement. Yep. The, you just copied the statement. Pretty weak. So... Because it, it, it deserved a scathing response. And it, it, it reserved an editorial response as well. It's Correct. not just the reporting, which it deserved, to be clear. Like, this should have been reported pre-firing. And let's be clear, that's what it was. Yep. Um, and, and it deserved an editorial response pre and post. And it didn't get that. So. And this is the easy mode that the University of Michigan gets to operate on where they aren't held accountable for anything. They aren't forced to reckon with anything. 
and they just continue to coast. And that's how, honestly, I think very little of Ward Manuel as an actual athletic director. But sure. what he does do is he lets the steady hand just ride because he knows that shit's going to happen. And he knows that no one's going to hold anyone really accountable for it. So if he just doesn't overreact and he just sort of coasts, he can make those small little tweaks that allow Michigan to just sort of operate and not be, you know, not be disturbed. You mentioned easy mode, Greg, and, and I don't think we talked about this last week that the big 10 is looking to make a change to its non-conference scheduling rules. Yeah. yeah, that's a good, that's a good transition. Yeah. So, uh, that's a good transition. there's, there's a rule that, uh, every big 10 school has to schedule another power five conference team every year for mm-hmm. their non-conference schedule. Notably one school has not done that last year. <laughs> we'll be doing that this year. Easy mode. Easy mode. Easy mode. I hate your school. <laughs> And you it, get to the and, worst. And you'll notice no one really talks about it. Why would no, you? Because it's like that's actually also reportable information. Yep. That is a yep. story. You flaunted a Big Ten rule. Oh, but and the UConn's on the schedule for 2029. Don't you see, Michael? Fucking UConn. <laughs> All right. Uh, should we talk about someone else who's. Do we want to mention this or do we just want to? Can on? this be like the second or third to last time we ever say the name of Monty Bates on the podcast? No. Right, he, scored, I, he scored like shit. Basically, Amani was at the combine. In fairness to him, he did get an invite, unlike Jaden Akins and, and AJ Hogarth. I bet you they're regretting I, that decision. Yeah. Yeah. His measurables, you know, athleticism. Uh, the NBA is a league right now that sort of values, maybe even overvalues athleticism over a sure. lot of things. He had one of the truly worst grade outs of all time. Like vertical jump was poor. Other things were poor as well. Vertical jump is what I'm reminded of. So uh, all of this, like maybe Imani goes there lights things up, ends up on a team. I would say that we don't appear to be trending in that direction, which the Amani's in some ways plum, like the original, like old man can't read, can't write old man yelling at cloud. How could he do this to us? Uh, type of player. It does bum me out though, that this situation didn't really work for him, that he was set up in a really unfair way. His parents failed him with the whole Ipsy Prep situation. Sure, he finally fine. stagnated but, for years. But but at what point? Yeah, but he's no. End up on a G League team and probably yeah. never play in the league. But but does he deserve to? Hold on a second. Now listen. Yeah, his dad absolutely failed him. His schooling has failed him. Um, Perry Hardaway failed him. Um, but 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 he he hasn't done the bare minimum. Uh, Can we go can, back to Perry Hardaway? For a second. Penny Hardaway. To... See, does it matter? Does any did anyone else notice? A few people, probably. <laughs> a few people. Two. But most Three. didn't. Most didn't because it doesn't matter. Because he's also <laughs> insignificant and certainly not making any difference in the lives of his student athletes. But let's talk about this. 
Compared from the start of 2022 at the Memphis Pro Day to when Imani Bates was at the draft combine, he went from weighing 190 pounds to 179.2. He lost almost 11 pounds for no reason. No one took a look at Imani and said, dude, you're kind of looking thick, brah. You might want to drop a few LBs to be competitive in the league. No one's eh. <laughs> no one ever said anything. Hold on a second. Let's talk about this. His Eat a PBJ, uh, bro. Yeah. His sprint. Can I have some milkshakes. His sprint went from the zeroth percentile. Yes, that's right. Zeroth to the tenth percentile. That's nothing to write home about. So there are he I mean, first. Shame on him for accepting the invitation to the go to the combine, knowing damn well yes. that he was ill prepared and would absolutely make a full clown penis of himself. And God did he. No one as well. Is that make up as well? No one could have fucked himself harder than this poor fucking kid. I don't know who to feel worse for. The folks who were judging the combine or Elgin Bates, who has to just be filled with apoplectic rage at the system and coaches and the boogeymen who must have done this because it certainly couldn't have been Imani's fault. Couldn't have been his fault. Yeah. So shameful, 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 shameful. And he only has himself to blame because (laughs) dropping 10.8 pounds is that's on you, bro. Sorry. There's a possibility that that was Memphis artificially inflating his weight, trying to give him a little, little goose, little goose of the gander. Um, that catches up with you eventually. It does. Because the the thing is, all that to six foot one drew Neitzel. (laughs) The, uh, the thing is he didn't need to go to this combine, right? He could have declined. Uh, that rule is not in effect yet. So probably, and maybe he thought he needed to go to combine because he wanted to show teams his three point shooting, but he probably should have just gone to individual workouts to do that. Um, because this is embarrassing. It's a bummer. The whole thing is a bummer. It is. Uh, should we do these Twitter questions? Let us. All right. Well, hi. Uh, all right. Plum. First up Spartan 18770. Has Michigan gone to the Jewish Museum yet? Oh, my God. Is that what it is, by the way? I'm not. In Michigan? I don't think so, but... It's a Holocaust um, Museum? I think it is. Um, I don't know. Calling it the Jewish Museum seems wrong. No, it is definitely the Zeckelman Holocaust Center. So, Spurting 18770, you could try a little bit harder than Imani did. You know, just a fraction of an ounce harder to get that one right. Harder than Donovan Edwards did. Uh, God, God help us. God help us. Because the answer to that is a fat no. Very, um, very I fat no. do think for some reason that, as we as we alluded to, that their European trip this year is going to include a trip to, or maybe they're going to D.C. and they're going to the Holocaust Museum. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't really matter. Um, I don't expect that Donovan Edwards is anything other than uh, an anti-Semite, but uh, 
Uh, I mean, what I would say is, to his credit, if if there is any for him, and I'm not sure that there is, but in the hope that people can learn and be better, we are the product of where we are raised, and there is a not insignificant stream of thought in many communities, particularly. Uh, not this is not acceptable, but particularly in the black community, in some streams of the black community around. You know, there's there's Afro Judaism, there's, there's Black the Israelites, thing. there's there's a lot of stuff there that is beyond my knowledge and comprehension. So I'm just saying there are things that you can find yourself liking and retweeting and parroting without having any because it's the the air you breathe. And it's not an excuse, but I'm just saying to call something deeply held may not be, and you didn't, and you didn't, and we're not, and that's why we're not. But that's why you go to this. That's why the university is required to take them there so as to dispel the garbage in the air that they breathe and to purify it so that they have all of the information to choose to be best. Jim Harbaugh, though, is an absolute fuck. And no one can expect him or the absolute cuck that is Ward Manual to do anything. Anything resembling and de- sheer decency. And it didn't need to take this long either, by the way. Nope. Like, this tweet happened a long time ago at this point There's in time. There's been a lot of off-season since then. A whole Michigan State University uh, football roster has been prosecuted and had dis- justice <laughs> dispensed at this point in time. And you still haven't gone to a museum. And the other half of that roster has gone in and out of the transfer portal three or four times at this point. Come on, guys. The, the museum that he went to high school miles away from the from the museum. Yeah. God help us. All right. Uh, Kevin Grek, has the Detroit Blue Wall ran an article on the firing of ex-Michigan coach Matt Weiss yet? Asking for a friend. Oh at Graham God. Couch. Hashtag stomach tattoo. Are you guys familiar with the stomach tattoo? I do not know the stomach tattoo. Mike Jones, or Spartan 18770, what, help me on this. What is the stomach tattoo? So this is an iteration on Graham's bet earlier in the season that because uh, he made a promise that he would wear a, uh, a man bra on one of his podcasts if Michigan State didn't win, I think, 20 games in basketball. I do remember this, yes. Yeah, so uh, those stakes got amped up when he was called out for uh, the lack of coverage around Matt Weiss's firing and the supposed misconduct. And he's like, trust me, that will be reported. If not, he said, I will get a stomach tattoo of, I believe, uh, Blue Wall. Um, <laughs> The the problem for Graham is is that inevitably there will be an article ran as soon as Mass White Matt Weiss's uh, justice is dispensed with or not ah. dispensed with whatever. Like Graham wins inevitably on this, and he's not wrong. Uh, and and the the bet rules were probably not great for where Michigan State fans are about what the blue wall is. Because if we circle back to the earlier conversation we were having about coverage as it relates, it's that y'all didn't publish an article and you didn't do the due diligence when it was available to you. Correct. Mm. You didn't chase down the sources. And and Graham, in in the off chance that you're listening right now. It's not off. We know. You you don't have a a defensible position here because the tweets were publicly available and sussed out. And And we know about it. We know all you on Twitter all the time. We know you saw him. We know. Like, 
Graham, I know you serve the, the greater Lansing area, but you serve the state of Michigan. You could have written an article about this. He's like, a columnist. This is this is oh, for sorry, the, the writers. Column. You could have written a column, Graham. But I, I, I appreciate the, the position Graham's in, because if he writes anything about it, then it is Correct. surely... Yeah. Like I, I it's really it's in fairness to him, it's not his place. No, it is not. It, and he's in it. He, he would can write about it, but it is not his place to write about yeah. it. Correct. Yeah. And, and it is and the and the hiring decisions of those institutions when like Woj and Album certainly won't write things. Yep. Um or won't write them adequately or on time. Like that's the stuff that matters. Oh, um, and when the football staff shoots the entire world the bird by hiring Shemi Schembechler, who turns out to be a racist, now's a good time to rem- remind everyone why Schembechler shouldn't be anywhere attached to that program as a name or an institution or the, the deity that he is right now. Because do recall that there are two necrocracies on the planet, North Korea and the University of Michigan football team. Yes. That is it. It's <laughs> wild. They've asked, they've set it up for you to do. Hey, why is it a bad idea that Shim Beckler's on the building here? A retrospective. And there's tons to write about that. And it'll get tons of clicks. I'll click five times. <laughs> you got to click on the ad though. It's, it's just not well, I'm not going to click on their ad. gross toenail fungus ads. Have <laughs> you been to the free press or LSJ websites without an ad blocker recently? No, I never go it's anywhere without an ad. Disgusting. And I'm like, no wonder the boomers don't trust our our news institutions anymore. It's all <laughs> foot fungus everywhere the whole <laughs> time. <laughs> If only they were selling a pillow. <laughs> for just me. <laughs> just a pillow just for me. I don't know what to call it, but a very specialized pillow for for me. Me. And only me. And some questions about the election. Who knows? Uh, all right. Next up. Uh, we're on question number three. It's been like yeah. 10 minutes. <laughs> Plum, what's the worst decision you've made in your life? Good. Uh, other than joining this podcast, <laughs> no, that was the obvious one. That was tonight one. specifically right or generally, generally, right generally for sure. I don't know. I don't have a lot of big bad decisions that I made. Um, I definitely had sex without a condom too many times. So luckily, they didn't negatively influence me. But probably bad decision, just generally empirically. <laughs> in the community so yeah yeah, yeah. that's yeah. negative is positive than don't that. do that yeah don't do that just don't it's better to not it's better to not yeah just wear it for everybody for ever, literally everybody ever even by yourself frankly less mess all right uh next up nate c michael jones best part of world travel seeing the sights or finding new sports you've never heard of before this trip it's netball netball uh, that sounds amazing. Uh, I would be more interested in seeking out drinking games personally. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, I'm I'm all for the the part that's interwoven with the culture. Uh, sites feel less so because mm. they've they've been 
set up as tourist revenue sources. Um, so I, I'm, I'm on the culture side. Next up from Nate C, Alfred Wainwright wrote, there's no such thing as bad weather, only unsuitable clothing. I'd like to think that he was right, but after two days of sideways rain in Auckland, I think he might have actually just been an asshole. Thoughts? <laughs> That's too bad. I, I hear great things about Auckland. Yeah, Auckland's supposed been. to be beautiful. I'm uh, sorry, Nate C. That sucks, bud. But we want to thank you for your service. Yeah. <laughs> On a boat in Auckland. On a boat in Auckland. Sucks to suck. <laughs> I do like that Nate C chose his limited internet access to tune into this podcast. So hey, thank you Twitter is addictive. Last up, what foreign sport, Kevin Gregg, should MSU adopt? I'd love for us to switch regular football to Australian footy. Ooh, that could be fun. Uh, a little rugby could be fun. You know, oh. really, really get the aggression out on that one. Um, uh, MSU cricket? Cricket is a no-go for me. Oh, uh, I like it. I Can you explain? No, 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 no. And I learned them once. And I learned them once, and it is confusing. There's a lot of different iterations of it, though. And the no. scoring is very complex. Um, yeah, no. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I do love that games can go on forever. That's yes. appealing to me. Um, I've also always kind of thought, and I think I've said this before on the podcast, and this isn't international. I understand that, uh, Nate C. This is American as it gets. Oldie time baseball. I think it'd be fun if we played a game of oldie time baseball on like Munfield or something like that at some point. The, that's like just massive like there is no out of bounds and like what you would see at greenfield village i think that'd be a blast i would go to that um what do you think jonesy any any foreign sports we should adopt Bernie no. got quidditch so america's the best that's the end there we go <laughs> uh Next up, Mamapaleaf asks, what method do you use when you are sorting out and purging material goods? Keep, donate, trash, uh, or be Marie Kondo method asking, does it spark joy? Or C, ignoring it until it rots. Plum. Um, I do like the Marie Kondo method. I've used it. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, too many of my things spark joy to be a full useful thing. Um, I'm going to go with keep donate trash. It's practical. It's simple. And as long as Jason is there screaming at me, then it works pretty well. I do think Marie Kondo also said that as soon as she had children, she recognized that her whole system was not. Um, it does practical. not work. Yeah. Um, I uh, I use the basement method, which I think is a derivative of C. <laughs> Keep it until it rots. Which in your basement happens sooner than another basement. Yeah, it all. accelerates. That's the mm -hmm. benefit of the hundred-year-old yep. house. Yeah. The compost center is really what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. Very organic. Uh, nice. Number two from a Leaf. There's a job open in U of M Sports, assistant director of recruiting. Is this the fastest turnaround of hire and fire that you've seen? How many no, Scaramucci's? Yeah, was uh, this? thank you. <laughs> well, uh, not really. Isn't Chevy Shebuckler taking the cake out of that right now? Yeah, right? like at least uh, at least Scaramucci did end up on the job for eight days before he imploded. Do you remember how well his initial press conference went? And everyone was like, "Oh, wow, maybe there is something to this." And then just. 
Um, it, whereas Shemi didn't even get an office in Shem Beckler Hall. I, I don't. I think he always has an office. He's always welcome there. He he just owns the whole place. His it's the house his dad built. Yeah. Uh, next up, number three, no mo may, yay or nay, plum. You know, my sister is doing no mo may, um, which I think it's is great. Thing. It's a thing. It's a thing in Ferndale, particularly. At least you can get a yard sign uh, that you put in and that prevents the city from ticketing you because her lawn looks like she should be ticketed. It is overgrown, unkempt and weedy. Doesn't that, doesn't the production of the sign though offset anything that you would gain from a Nomo May in terms of- Is this of, a carbon offset thing? It's not an offset thing. It's about attracting pollinators um, um, and providing a respite for them in the month of May to get them to pollinate and do their things. So. But so- so it's for the bees. But you also need to then have... Michael, you need to stop it. You, you, you stop it right now. No, you stop it. Stop it. You put a this is about, down no, and fall. It, it, no, none of this, this is, makes sense. No, this is about bees, Michael. This is about doing one thing for the bees. Don't, plant don't, don't, flowers. don't overthink it. Just bees. Plant native plants, people. Plant, like, this isn't complicated. Plant native plants, people. It anyway. does seem like that's a better long-term solution. Yeah, we're definitely we're not to doing a clover that. grass. Like that, that's also fine. In yeah. a nomo may situation, if this appeals to you, you're not putting anything down in the fall. Your whole like, what did you put on your lawn in the fall, does not apply to these yeah, people, fair. which that's I would fair. include myself. I'm definitely not putting anything down. All right, next up, Mike Jones. I'm stuck in Kalamazoo for the week, training a new sales rep. Is there anything to do here? I don't have anything. We should have. Uh, the things, uh, Mike Jones doesn't go to the bar. So there, there goes bells. Um, uh, go see, uh, go sit at Waldo field. I don't know. Uh, go walk up and down the river a couple times. Um, I really truly don't know. Don't know. TripAdvisor tells me that you can do a scavenger hunt brutal uh the kalamazoo uh valley museum and art hmm. center and farmer's market are things on TripAdvisor. that's about it there you go do whatever you would do at home but in kalamazoo instead yeah we don't need to google for him next up what's up from mike jones All right, next up from Mike Jones. What are hobby you asking you, us? Yeah, are you, I'm you so can read? Yeah, I was not there on the outline. What hobby uh, would uh, you like to be really good at so you could kick all of your friends' asses? Podcasting. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Does soccer refereeing count? <laughs> no, it doesn't. No. If Kalamazoo is boring, we've just revealed how much more boring we are than Kalamazoo. Um, it, unless Mike, do you want to talk about your yard again <laughs> during this time? I can talk about my flowers. You guys pictures. Are they are they good for pollinators? Yeah, they're all native. native. Oh, that's great. Native. Yeah. That's interesting. Next up, uh, <laughs> what's Jason up to? Uh, 
Next up from Mike Jones. How hilarious is it that Michigan hired a Shem Beckler? He, he quits three days later because, it, as it turns out, he's a racist as all as he's as racist as all the buildings named on campus. Oh, that's a good angle. The Yoast angle. In addition to that, a long uh, tradition, a tradition yeah. unlike any other. <sighs> but again, you know why? Why would we want to write an article? About something like this. Uh, next up from the Upper Deck Jerk Guy, if plum is a plum, what fruits would the other two be? I this feels, that this feels homophobic. <laughs> sure. It's very, are, you, are you saying that plum is fruity? That feels wrong. <laughs> <laughs> What's the most boring fruit? Because I, I like a... Greg is for sure a banana. A ban- <laughs> okay. Take that one. <laughs> Um, I guess I'm, I'm lanky. I got the, and, the long. And with an unhealthy curvature. <laughs> <laughs> what about yourself, Michael? You would be uh, a, uh, you'd be a kiwi, the shortest and stoutest and, and fuzziest. I'm not that, I'm not that hairy. I'm not that hairy. Uh, <laughs> all right, whatever. We'll move on. Uh, next up, uh, our protective guy, can you all rank the different, no, Michigan State port, uh, po- sports podcasts? I could and I won't. <laughs> but we do have our own list, Upper Deck Jerk Guy. So next time you hack into our podcast oh. feed, do look in our Google Drive for live ranking of all of the MSU podcasters doc. It's in there and it gets updated regularly. Uh, last from the Upper Deck Jerk Guy, what drugs are you guys on? High on life, Upper Deck Jerk Guy. <sighs> alcohol. Just <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> Get them through the day. Uh, Plum, number one from the thick Stauskis. He's been gone for a while. I forgot how to pronounce his name. Uh, Can you rhyme something with Shemmy in a limerick? Uh, (laughs) I can try. Oh, God. This is going to be dead. Uh, Before I do this, I just want to say... Dan, you had uh, some a fantastic little mini thread about the hiring and firing of uh, Shemmy Schembechler, and I just thought it was excellent. I didn't need to comment. I liked all of the tweets. It was Can perfect, you... well said. Uh, he just called it out. He just called it out. Here? Well, let me let me let me read the limerick. It'll it'll point to some of it. I think racists always deserve a condemny, especially when they choose the name. Shemmy. But Bo is Jim's god, and alas, he's a wad. Let us hope they all choke on their flemmy. <laughs> that wasn't my best, but that's a hard one to rhyme. Shemmy's not their best either. So Well, it turns out. So um so Dan's uh Dan's uh uh, uh little thread was basically there is zero institutional control. Um Jim is obsessed with Bo and has shit all over his walls and is going to do that. It's all about Bo. This was just another fucking, you know, lit candle to the voodoo altar that he has in his closet of earwax and toenails belonging to Bo Schembechler. And it doesn't need to make sense. And Ward Manuel has just got zero cojones, has zero ability to do anything to rein Jim Harbaugh in. And just had to sit there and take it. Probably knew the whole time. And just had to hope and wait for 
the MS or for the U of M rather uh, alumni community and fans to raise this because God knows the freep wasn't going to God knows the institution wasn't going to say anything to their most favored son. So um, I just appreciated, I just appreciated that. And what I appreciated most was Dan calling all of these things out, the lack of institutional control, the lack of media accountability, and it needing to fall to the alumni and donor base to raise this and saying, this isn't someone that we want associated with the university because apparently all the people who are actually charged with that work have completely and utterly failed. Good on you. I didn't, uh, I didn't see the thread. Um, number two, how many MSU basketball players would start in a, in the secondary or as wide receivers on this year's football team? At least one. (laughs) Formerly, at least one one former basketball player. (laughs) I'm actually not sure. You don't think they'd let Jay Nakin suit up? Jay Nakins is probably the number one. Like, option. I I bet you they put I put they they put Tyson Walker at DB. Yeah, he's shifty hips. You know he can. Ooh, shifty fast. at six yeah. foot. He's not small for a DB. Exactly, that's what I was thinking. He could stay low. You know. Yeah. Um, so there you go. At least two. Next, uh, first. So Tyrone, you're next in line. You're. Twitter questions were so unhinged this week that I had to adjust the way that we format in our outline. I can't handle any of those. That's where we're at right now. Should we just scratch one and just go to random? No, we're doing this to the bitter end. Number one, since morale is down, Plum, just to shut me up, shave them dry. I need your honest review. Yes, am, am this annoying and bored respectfully. I don't know what shave them dry is. Uh, it's gotta be the balls. Yes, am am this anno- yes I am this annoying board respectfully. I don't know. I don't, yeah shave them shave them dry. Yeah shave shave them dry. I what is this? Is this something that we should know? But I don't. You don't? I don't we, know. I don't think we should be recommending to shave anything dry. Dry. Yeah. No, <laughs> at least a rich do. lather. You want a lather. Yeah. Nothing yeah. Dry. I, nothing I dry. have the actual tweet up on my other screen, and I did copy it over correctly. <laughs> this is the context that Tyrone All right. Here we go. Here we go. I don't know. I'm going to read the rant of the week. This might help elicit some information about this. I hope it doesn't, though. Rant of the week. My wife got, quote, D. Oh, God, no. This isn't good. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. I fucking shouldn't have done this. My wife got, quote, dehydrated, end quote, because I used the medical term mons pubis. <laughs> also moist. Moist is a word that dehydrates her and many women. Everyone should just use medical terms to make me normal. TNP are out when speaking of my wife. What words bother you or your partner? Um... <laughs> That's great. I don't actually know if Jason has any words he doesn't like. He doesn't like it when I say, God damn it. He doesn't like that. And he doesn't really like the Jesus Christ. It's not his favorite one. Which I, is interesting because you're the man of the cloth. I'm like actually the ordained he, one here. It's yeah. true. Yeah, it is true. So that's a thing. Uh, he doesn't love those, but they don't make him feel dehydrated as far as I know. Uh, God well, help may, us. Maybe he would disagree. 
if he came in, you'd be well, like, well, it's oh. possible. It's possible. But that's a great rant of the week. Uh, all right. Next up from Tyro Couch for you, Kevin Greg. 48824 is the MSU zip code or XLVIIDCCCXXID in Roman numerals. There is no Roman numeral for zero, but I propose there is. Horst. <laughs> now you know. I did not know that there was no zero Roman numeral. Uh, next up from Ali, why did Antonio wait until February 2020 to retire? The shit 2020 class, an interim AD running the show, the rush hire of assistants, all of the deadness uh, emanating from the football building seems to be the result of that decision. It was the bonus, right? It's it had even the bonus. Only the bonus. Yeah. It was that. Which, which we have. He could, have he could have retired in January. Yeah. But he. Oh. Okay, well, no. that seems... No, I thought he had no, to go through the end re- of January. He retired, like, exactly, like, yeah. 48 hours after yes, he got he made the bonus. million dollar bonus, if yeah. I recall correctly. Dick. No, it's not a that? dick. That's on us. We are the ones that wrote the contract. Yeah. How could yeah. we not see this coming? No, the, 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 the university asked for that when they... Absolutely yeah, they did. All right, uh, Michael Jones, my girlfriend thinks there's something wrong with me because I refuse to poop in toilets that don't have bidets. <laughs> I think it's a good thing that I don't poop at her apartment. Is there something wrong with me? Uh, <laughs> well, which one is it? Is it that you don't this, poop there because you don't want to It doesn't have apartment? a bidet. Which one is it? This incredibly limits your accessibility to bathrooms like at a level i've never heard of before well no you're you're fine flying throughout europe i mean um asia (laughs) so and europe and europe yeah they give you that little extra yeah but not the other side not always the bathroom so we rented an airbnb in italy and the host showed us how the bidet works and i was like bro we have been around but also this is hilarious an old man it was like the americans don't know don't know (laughs) uh well i i'm proud of you ali because um it's better and it's dedication. Also, you just have standards. Yeah. Um, next up from Ali, Jonesy, new QBs, new sandwiches. If you were crafting a Hauser or Kim themed burger, what would be on it? Uh, well, I think for Hauser, the answer is that it has to be rare. Cannot mm-hmm. get it at another temp. Uh, also unseasoned. So absolutely zero seasoning on that meat. Uh, and then... <laughs> I mean, he hasn't played. Like, what what kind of personality could he possibly have? Yeah. Uh, he's from the West Coast, so avocado on it. That's my mm. pick. Okay. Or it's done animal style. Maybe is uh, in, in a In and Out Burger. Uh, could be a thing. Mustard on the patty. I don't know. And now, with all of us listening very closely, explain to us what your Noah Kim burger would be, Michael Jones. No. Because oh. I'm not going to fall into that trap. Attaboy. At all. Well done, you. It's whatever Noah Kim wants it to be. <laughs> Next up, for what I called the neurotic, I decided that Mr. Neurotic Pants, your all of your questions, I'm, I'm picturing you just like in black and white, smoking a single cigar, just... And then you you just sort of wax poetic, and and this is where they come out. Anyway, um, first up, how can we plot the downfall and defeat of Coleman and Thorne? They went to the SEC and the ACC respectively at schools that fail. Yeah, well, mm. one of them 
is going to get annihilated by their schedule this year. Uh, that would Peyton Thorne. I have not spent enough time looking at what's happening with Florida State to understand what that's all about. But mm-hmm. next up from Lynn Erotic, uh, is there a happy medium between Tuck the Lambo riding goat and social media or an absolute radio silence as of yet? We have not like I don't get really it. structured it that way, but it's true. Like there is just truly right. nothing out of the program right now. In a way that is wild. Like they even downplayed, as we talked about before, the spring game. It's weird. It's so weird what's happening right now. And finally, from the neurotic, hot take, uh, tunnel fighting, tackling the punter, spears, and form tackling the QB shouldn't be penalized. They should be encouraged. Thank you, at three-year letterman. Hashtag no punt November. I like no punt November. <laughs> I, I suggest we subscribe to it. Uh, so there we go. Uh, I mean, we probably should have instituted no punt November, no, or no, it should be all punt November last year. Mm, that's it. But this year, TBD. Yeah. Uh, next up, Dan Hellpepper. I know it's a little weird to bring up another team on an MSU podcast, but what do you think of my theory that U of M under Hargo Bargle <laughs> has been the same exact team every year, and it just matters how good or bad the rest of the conference is? I think they uh, are a little bit better recently down in fair they're a little bit better but also i think it's fair to say that ryan day may not be up to the task I, it is funny how ohio state believed its own mythology that you lost urban meyer but still upgraded somehow i've never i wasn't i was sus on that but you believed it for a minute but it's clearly not true uh, next up from the Dan Hellpepper, uh, why did Bo Schembechler fire Ernie Harwell? Who does that? Uh, he was a monster, but people forget that this happened. People forget that Bo Schembechler was part of the Tigers organization for a while. That was weird and dumb and such a weird anachronistic thing that would never happen ever again. Um, but yeah, he's he's on the pedestal. It's... Yep. N- Nothing that's actually true matters anymore, Dan. And finally, uh, why do you think they're like all they're like they always are? Wire mothers. I don't know what wire mothers is. Um, unfamiliar term, but uh, they it's in their nature. Yeah, they can't help themselves. Wire mothers will do as my wire mothers do. Uh, next up from Thomas Ambiasi Plum. Um, has any MSU football game ever broken you as a fan? Arizona State in Penn State 2019 come to mind for me. I'll remind everyone that we went to the Minnesota game. <laughs> I was yeah. literally going to say the Minnesota game. And I and I only say that because it's not getting better. And so what broke in me watching us get annihilated by Minnesota is only getting worse it, mm-hmm. it's not better and that had to have been the low there isn't there isn't a basement lower than losing to minnesota at home have we forgotten the inaugural big 10 championship game that was excruciating and i mean the, the alabama national championship game or national semi-final game was also that sucked histrionic creating Anyway, Mike Jones, uh, do you want to talk about how you said a loss was your favorite game of all time? Like that is the mark of a broken man. It was the most formative game 
Oh, and boy. for that, I am very, very thankful. Tripling down. Weird. Good for him. Uh, next up from Thomas, I'll throw this one to Jonesy. If you could add one item to the concessions menu, what would it be? Beer. <laughs> okay, that was, that was solid. And finally from Thomas, what's the best meal to eat outside? Ooh. So whatever it is off the grill, right? Yeah, I, I mean... Like it, it's hard to say just outside in a in a general sense, right? But because then it's got to be handheld, um, unless you're at a, an outdoor patio, right? Then that might change. Where's the patio? That might change it. For Plum, I assume it's an olive burger at the uh, the patio at the Barrel. I just had one a couple weeks ago. Or with less than that. Well, yeah, less a week and a half ago, a few days ago. Yeah, with with our very own little friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our little goopy friend who's tall yep. and slender. Uh, last up, Elon Bloom. What is more random, special teams or recruiting? Uh, I think it's recruiting because you could fire Ross Ells. <laughs> yeah. Uh, neither of these things are that random, but I guess we'll take recruiting right now because of the nature of it. Uh, next up from Elon Bloom, I'll throw this one to Plum. If you were Izzo, how much would you consider the Phoenix job? Have we talked about this? I'm we not. haven't. Um, the backstory here is that there's some scuttlebug, and I think it's just that, that uh, with now Matt Ishbia being at the Suns and firing what was the Suns' most, I think, winningest or second winningest coach for no other reason than Matt Ishbia's Matt Ishbia. Yeah, had a lot of success, just not quite. A lot long. of success, just not like in the last six minutes, which apparently is what matters to NBA owners these Hard days. Yeah, well... Not a good look for Matt, I don't think, but then I don't give a fuck about the NBA, and it's his billions to waste, so fuck him. Uh, but yeah, that, that Izzo was in the running for that job, I absolutely don't think so. I Izzo has as much money as he needs, and probably wants. This isn't the guy, I just don't think that it's for him. I don't think he cares enough. He's got everything he wants in East Lansing. It's been his home forever. Can you Forever. imagine Tom Izzo trying to coach Kevin Durant? Uh, oh my uh, god! <laughs> like, like he could never get away with the things that he does in college in the pros. Like, you can't talk to them that way. And I don't know if that's a bad thing or a good thing, but it it is a thing that you he can't. His coaching would just not he translate. For sure, has called Beeline and said, "Tell me about the time you called them slugs and <laughs> how did that go?" Uh, yeah. So yeah, uh, no. Tom's too smart for this. He's not good anywhere. Uh, Next up. Go ahead. Greg, you're going to answer. Is State better suiting uh, up with a D'Antonio style recruiting? Look for the potential and coach them up. Uh, Hmm. So Elon Bloom, the problem is you got to follow through with the, with the coaching them up for it to work. And have we seen that with this staff? I, in fairness to this staff, I think this year is probably the first year that we'll be that we able can to evaluate that. We, yeah. It, like I, I'm not trying to give a pat. Like we, we know the first class was the D'Antonio retirement class, which second, is now mostly gone. So they're not here to be coached up. Yeah. And then the second class was a have to recruit on zoom class with zero mm-hmm. high school connections. And so now it's that third class that actually wasn't shabby. Um, 
I mean, the Dylan Tatum and uh, yeah. Jaron Mangum class. Like, there's some good players in that class. Yep. So it's a it's a prove it year. Yep, it is. Um, the, this is a prove it year, and so, they better be fine. They better be mediocre at least. They yeah, they better be replacement level players. Yep. Um. All right, guys, I, we did it. No questions for my wife's boyfriend. Where we are uh, as down on MSU football as Greg is on his marriage. And uh, for that, we are eternally thankful for all of you listening. Uh, And guys, I really hope next week is more positive. I miss that. I miss miss being a little hype machine. Just a little. A a hype machine with a little like eh, question mark. Mm -hmm. Uh, But until then, I guess we keep saying go green. Go white! Go white! The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.